Heather, what's the difference between a country singer and a rapper? A cow? No, I don't know, honestly. That's uh, stupid. I don't know. A country <laughs> singer only has hose in his shed. <sighs> no, that's okay. Let me just say, is that really true, though? Like, really? Uh, I, Come on. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, it, I'm it, fucking your joke up. No, I well, it. You it is funny, but I, I like to throw you off. I'm playing the music. True crime. Now. True crime. Okay. True crime. True crime. True crime. Oh, your shit. true crime. You want the boring stuff? Shit. You in the wrong place. My hair shots. Okay, ma'am, calm down. What kind of shots? I was uh, branching out. That's when the cannibalism started. Eating of the heart and. Uh, the arm muscle. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. What people said, see, you really can't get violent and angry. As long as I can reach in your mind and control your fear because you're a coward, I'm going to play any game and I can play on you all the way to the White House. The cops knew who I was and let me become a serial killer. Uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. Give me the fire department or the police or the paramedics. Somebody. I don't care. You decide. Fire, shot, fire, shot, fire. Well, we ain't like everybody else. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the You Run Podcast, <laughs> True Crime, uh, part of the You Run Podcast Network and YouRunPodcast.com. My name is Scott. And I'm Heather. Uh, and we're quite opinionated <laughs> and often funny, uh, true crime podcast covering cases yeah. that you've asked us to cover. Um, we're late this month. Uh, apologies. Uh, Heather had COVID and was unable to record. Um, I got the co-host of Horror Movie Review to step in. And we recorded this episode, which will never be heard by a human soul ever. No, it's gonna it's gonna be heard by me. I need to hear this. It, it, I already it, got a warning. I was already told by the co-host, like, hmm, didn't really do it justice. Sorry, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Mark. Mark has horror movies down to a fine art. True crime. Yeah. He, he spent a lot of time going. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah cool yeah, yeah. It, it it is what it is i couldn't help it COVID struck me after all these years of, i've only had COVID one time before and so i was like there's no way it's COVID, right because i hardly leave my house like ever and then i got it and then my baby got it but he was fine after like one day but it oh, took really? me like six or he's perfectly fine he ran fever for that one day the next day he started being better totally fine me wow. Like six days, five, six. I don't know. I don't remember. It's all blur now. Yeah. But I'm back. The thing is, though, when when illnesses hit us at our age, we're older now. Our our body doesn't like it anymore. (laughs) No, but that COVID is the coughing. It's the the constant clear in your throat, the constant coughing that was pissing me off. I was like, I'd rather be hooked up to an oxygen oxygen machine. I can't even talk. But I was like, why am I coughing so much? If I piss my pants. It's yeah, ridiculous. Your patience level, I imagine, with a cold or any sort of illness, I imagine, is not good. No, because I already like have the patience of a dead dog, and we know that a dead dog has none. So, yeah, just saying. Um, but Heather's back; she's healthy. We are here. We are five yeah. days late, but hey, we've got a great episode. We're an interactive show. 
which means you can get involved and pass comments on the cases. Uh, we also do a feature mm-hmm. called True, True Crime Corner, which doesn't feature on this episode because we've got a lot going on anyway. Yes. Um, to get involved, really easy, at You Run Podcast on Facebook, X, Threads, Slasher app, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, also, mm-hmm. you, you Run Twitch. If you want to see someone playing horror games, you can go and subscribe there as well. Um, okay. If you... If you don't want to follow the show or get involved, then you can just follow Heather. Uh, just follow Heather. Um, I you mean, do if you that. want to. Yeah, she's at Wednesday Wine and Horror and she's all over Instagram. Basically. I mean, I'm actually trolling. <laughs> not trolling like that. I'm not bullying. But it's more like I literally just get on there and I'm like, how far down can I go before I accidentally like an old post from 19 years ago? And then I'm like, oh shit. And then my and then Campbell's like slapping my phone and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get busted. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we do because it's stay-at-home mom life. Yeah. Um we are a fortnightly show, so we bring you two episodes a month. The first one being the main case where we give you all of the information and the facts around the yeah. case we're covering. The second coming out on the 15th, this month, the 20th of the month, which is our extended cut episode. This Mm -hmm. one, we talk more in depth about conspiracies. We give you some facts. We tell you where you can go and watch documentaries. We genuinely just have a a more relaxed, more fun time than you get on another true crime pod. There's not going to be... And then he went into the bathroom and he stabbed her 11 times. It's going to be yeah, more, but... it's going to be more as he left the bathroom, he slipped over and that stupid twat banged his face on the floor. It was so funny. Well, I mean, <laughs> like you could, if that were the case, if we were just going to do that, we would basically be like, just go to Google and our Wikipedia, which actually don't go to Wikipedia all the time. Cause I don't feel like it's that's fact checked very well. That's my opinion. I'm not saying it's false, but I'm not saying it's all true. So like, we don't want to be boring and we want to ha- make you want to listen because we want to be funny. And if we're not funny, then you're just going to get a read from wikipedia article podcast and yeah we're wasting our time doing that and talking yeah. of funny normally on extended cut heather will sing yes. this time <laughs> this time heather's not gonna sing <laughs> and somehow through no. some weird twist of fate i am going to rap <laughs> don't fuck it up don't hey, fuck I'm... it up or i'm gonna come at oh my god i'm gonna drag you so bad if you fuck yeah it up. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm feeling it i've got a bit of a cold but i'm feeling very hip-hop today I gave you my COVID through the internet. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it fucking might, dude. I'm just saying, you don't know. But this is true. And if that is the case, everyone I've Zoom called with to record this week, you're all now sick. Yeah, watch I'm out. Sorry. Yeah. Go get swabbed. <laughs> uh, do they still, is testing still a thing in the States? Because over here, it's kind of not a thing anymore. Um, okay. It's not like directly testing if you don't really specifically ask for it. I think the, what it is now with the COVID variant is that it's more like a cold, basically, basically is what it is. And so the symptoms are so similar that if you don't really request to say, Hey, I want to go ahead and be swapped or whatever. Um, it depends on who you see. The doctor may say, I will swab you. I asked to be swabbed because I have a baby and other children. Yeah. And I just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? I knew it was like different than a cold, but hoping it was a sinus infection. And um, so when they swab you for COVID, they swab for flu as well. Right. And okay. then I didn't have flu, but you know, flu, I, honestly, I'd rather have flu just to be honest with you. I never cough with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, 
our last episode, we covered the upbringing of Tupac, his rise to stardom, mm-hmm. his rivalry with the notorious B.I.G., the events that led up to his death. And then we spoke about his death and the death of Biggie. We touched very slightly on the wild conspiracy theories around this, that one, he may yeah. be alive, two, that mm-hmm. P. Diddy did it. P. Diddy did mm-hmm. it. He did He's it. He's in some trouble right now. He's oh, in he, some trouble right now. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Did you gonna, know that? Yeah, I'm sure we're going to cover that when we get to yeah. when we get to our yeah. P. Diddy is a bad dude section of this episode. I'm pretty sure that will come up multiple times. Literally, he's just in trouble now. I say he's in trouble. He probably got off of it. You know, got like, you know how that shit goes. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, on today's episode, we're going to look at a lot more. We're going to talk about the latest developments in the case, the arrest of Keefe D, how this mm-hmm. could potentially lead to multiple convictions or maybe not. Um, we're also going to share lots of facts about Tupac from me and from Heather and from lots of you as well. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk yeah. about Tupac's rap sheet. And I don't mean his musical back catalogue. I mean, his, <laughs> yeah. his, his criminal record, because it was quite illustrious. He had some. Yeah, he had some beef with the police. Um, yes, we're also going to talk about the fact that he was a bona fide gangster. And if you don't believe yes. that and you think he was just mm-hmm. a rapper by the end of this episode, you will believe that he was the real deal. He wasn't just he wasn't like the rappers we have today who say they're gangster. And go pew, 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 on their songs. He bitch, was a proper bitch. gangster. That's what they call it. Look. They got rainbow colored teeth or some shit on the ah. tattoos on your face. Like if you want to get a tattoo on your face, you do you boo. I don't. I like tattoos, but I don't want any on my actual face. Uh they're not. They're no. like, oh, I can't even deal with the rap crap that they think that they're I don't even know what the fuck it means. I don't get no. it. I, I, I don't get it. You've got the <laughs> is it the island boys? They pop up a lot on TikTok. They're yeah, just... that has uh who makes who's the oh my god i'm gonna go blank on the actor you know it's from snl like they make fun yeah, of them uh yeah, andy uh, sandberg that's it <laughs> yeah yeah those yeah, two are that's... like another level of you look at them and then they start talking and then they do stuff and you're like yeah what the fuck who are you you're not rappers it... what are... i i grew up in the 90s 90s rappers would eat you alive yeah, I mean, like, I can dig some, like, 2000 stuff. Like, I mean, we all like 50 Cent. We like, like, you know, in the club and stuff like that. But it's more, I would say, probably more like maybe, what, 2010 and up that it yeah. really started getting horrible yeah. with these no-name rapper guys that we don't even know who they are. So yeah. we, like Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, don't get me started on him. I will break, <laughs> look at this. I wish y'all could see this. I will break his ass in half. Well, they 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 can see this because this is also on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> so I wasn't you, sure. If you want to see Heather uh, show how she would my break, hair. <laughs> how she would break Machine Gun Kelly and like yeah, like, like that. It. But let me tell you something. He's like legit skinnier than me. I'm pretty petite, but like he's just like this. This is what he looked like, and draw some hair on it. Yeah. 100% he does. Um, on top of all that, we're going to talk about the conspiracy that Tupac is still walking around today. And I'm mm. excited because this is a theory that even Heather feels there may be something to yeah. it. Um, yeah. We're going to tell you what thug life actually meant and share lots of documentaries, movies and other stuff for you to check out. We're going to start with thug life. So when you mm. hear the term thug life, you think 
gangs committing crime, rapping, drinking, smoking weed. Yeah. All that, that that's kind of the image it conjures in your head. That mm-hmm. is not the meaning of thug life, not even close. And it's mm-hmm. just been the press grabbed hold of it and went, ah, oh, thug, what does thug mean? That means that. Let's say all the, tell the world this is what yeah. it is. They were yeah. so wrong. Um, thug life is actually an acronym. And it means the hate you give little infant, fuck everybody. Yeah. The, the message is better than the acronym himself, itself. He could have done better with that, but hey. Um, yeah, I didn't like that because I read it a couple times and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It doesn't sound right with it, but you know, whatever. Yeah, he's one <laughs> of the most creatively lyrical people on the planet. Yeah, and to come like, up with that, <laughs> he, he had a bad day. Um, what it actually means is it's a message to young children and young adults who are having a bad time and they're living in bad environments. Maybe their mum and dad are taking drugs or they're drinking or they're hitting them or they're not looking after them properly. Yeah. And it's basically a message to say, don't worry about all the hate you're getting and all the shit you're getting in your life. Fuck everybody. You can do it because I've done it and I come from that background. You can do it too. And it's a wonderful message. It is. It's not like, like you said, it's not like being a thug and going out and committing crimes and stuff. It's more of a representation of like, you start it from nothing, right? You're kind of like starting from the bottom and you build yourself up. So that is really like preservation and hard work. That's what yeah. it kind of stands for. Like you started out low, you had no money, let's say that, but then you build up and you become this huge star. And it's like, that's thug life in the essence of how Tupac represented it. Now, yeah, he also did represent thug life. Like, he was a gangster. Okay, oh, not E-R-A. Yeah, he 100% <laughs> so, was. Um, yes. He used this message to actually broker a peace deal and a code of ethics that both the Bloods and the Crip gang members mm-hmm. would live by. And this blew my mind. So. Yeah. Between him and his mum and some former members of the Black Panthers, they arranged a barbecue, a truce barbecue, where they got the leaders of both gangs and key members of those gangs to come to the barbecue and bring their families Mm -hmm. to sign up to a less violent code of ethics. Their their rules were really, really good. So they included no selling drugs to children or pregnant women. Yes. No attacking or mugging strangers that were in the area by mistake. So if someone got lost in in the area, they wouldn't attack them. And this became known as the safe for squares rule, Mm -hmm. which, again, really, really good. Um, Yes. It also championed instead of like if someone does you over for like money they owe you, instead Mm -hmm. of going around and breaking their kneecaps or going around and shooting their nan. Yeah. You would sit down and you would discuss a way they could pay you back without the money. Maybe they'd come work for you. Maybe they would do things for you that didn't involve them paying you cash. Um, Police recorded a drop in crime by almost 30% after this deal was brokered. It's to humanize things is what I think he was trying to do. I think he was trying to be like, this is how two human beings would settle an issue. Like, if you did me wrong, I want to talk to you. Let's work it out. Let's not go kill someone. Let's not go shoot someone. Let's not go do a drive-by. But let's actually be like, make the world a better place. Because that was the thing with Tupac. Thug life all the way. Like, hardcore gangsta. But guess what? He 
I think had a heart of gold and believed that he wanted to make the world a better place. And I mean, his message says that alone. So, yeah, you know, and it's super impressive as well, because he was a reasonably famous recording artist. He wasn't ginormous when he brokered this deal. But yeah. he'd only been living in the area for three months. So he'd only mo- just moved to California. And yeah. within three months, he had the leaders of the two biggest gangs in the area sat around at a barbecue, signing a treaty of how they're going to mm-hmm. sign up to thug life and behave in a better way. Yes. It's it's <clears> insane <throat> that he managed to do that, that he had that much sway and that much power through his music in the community mm-hmm. to to get these gang leaders who are effectively day in, day out, killing each other to turn up at the same place and it remain peaceful. I mean, I think he was a force to to be reckoned with. Honestly, that's the thing. Like there comes a time in, in the world where you have that, that person that just is so impactful that they can change a situation and that they can be so influential that they're like, Hey, I'm making gang members like not shoot each other. We like, like, you know what it is? It was like black on black crime at that time. Yeah. And they were killing each other. And so when you take that into consideration and then the racism and everything else that was going on, still fucking going on in this world, um, it was a way for them to be like, we got to stop killing each other. Yeah. Like we don't want to kill anyone, but like you're committing crimes against your own race. And for me, that's like a statement that was big and powerful in their culture. Like that was the thing. Like you're killing, you're killing your own kind. Yeah. And for, it, for it, nothing, for nothing. Yeah. It's it's over a hundred dollars worth of drugs or it's over. Yeah, something you, stupid. Yeah. You stole something from one of my friend's houses. Now I'm going to yeah. shoot you and four of your friends. And, I, I think to, to hold that much sway and make that happen is something that that needs to be commended because I'm not being funny. There are people who run entire countries that do not have that much control over their people. They also don't even have a fucking half a like they don't even have half a brain. Honestly, <laughs> like, come on. We're going to talk about Biden again. Because, no, like, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Biden alone. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> something ain't right with him they need to put him into the hospice or something i know that sounds so mean but like that man has lost his fucking marbles and like yeah. he says shit and i like see stuff and i'm like there's a face like this what he's saying it's, it's a it's not even a run-on sentence it's it's word vomit <laughs> i don't even know the the thing is your your options are limited but we're not going there again we're, we're gonna leave your options well alone yeah <laughs> stay the fuck at home leave me alone i'm staying at home um Last month, uh, late last month, uh, Dwayne uh-huh. Davis, or Keefy D, as he's known, yeah. was arrested after 27 years for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Mm. Um, this is an investigation that's been led by the Las Vegas police since that yeah. day, and they've been investigating to try and put the pieces together. Um, Keefy D's been investigated for a long time, and they've always mm. believed it was him, but never had enough to pin it on him so there was four suspects who they believed to be in the car uh keefy d being one of them um he's been charged with murder and a court has decided to give him sentence enhancement so if he's convicted Mm. of the murder charge he could face a further 20 years for gang related crimes on top Mm -hmm. of his murder charge um Mm. 
Now, the bit that gets me, this is the bit where the American law is so different to ours. Police say yeah. they, they do not believe that he fired the gun. He did not pull the trigger. But he was the leader of the men. He was in the car. He was present. Therefore, he's going. He's he's guilty of murder. Yeah, it's still... like guilty by association or whatever. Yeah. Like if if me and you, let's say if it was me and you and whoever and and I have the drugs, right? I have them on me, and you and the other folk, they don't know, but we're riding around in my car and get pulled over. Y'all are probably still going to jail. Maybe yeah. you're going to probably still get in trouble because it's like, well. They will look at it like, well, you knew that I had drugs. Even if you say that you don't know that I had them, how do they know that you don't know I had them? And how do yeah. they know I'm not? You know what I'm saying? It is a guilty by uh, guilt by association. So it it's, sucks, but like, don't hang out with me ever. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> No, I would never have that on me it, in a million years. It's a wild law. Really, really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet everyone's wondering what great in-depth investigation led to the arrest of Keefy D. Um, none, if <clears> I'm <throat> honest. It was his own nope. stupidity. So yep. in 2019, he published a tell-all book where he talks about supplying the gun for this crime. So he talks about <laughs> that he went and got the gun that killed Tupac and he supplied it to the guys. And yeah, he then went on an interview tour on the back of this book where he'd done numerous podcasts and interviews with magazines and he slipped yeah. up numerous times in one of them he basically confessed that he committed the murder um mm. which is just insane so he he's done a tell-all book where he said yeah i was involved i i was the man who had the gun and then he's gone on podcast tours and they're like well were you there well no i wasn't there and he's like and as we drove down the street we saw the car and they're like so you were there no but you just said as we drove down the street he's yeah. like, uh 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 <laughs> if you can look at any of keefe d's interviews it's like you are so stupid it's untrue it is and it makes me think from the couple that I've kind of watched, I haven't watched the full ones or I've just kind of been looking at them. It makes me think that he might be just full of shit. And why after 27 years, see, for me, I need to see all this evidence. I need to figure out like that they arrested him. I know because he sort of said he did it. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, but you got to have like evidence. And supposedly they uh, cremated Tupac. And so like, how are you going to have really any kind of DNA evidence at that time? It's just such, oh my God, it's just such a uh, fly by the hat case that. Yeah. It, it really I could say is. I did it, Scott, and they probably arrest me. Like I could say like I did it and they're going to arrest me because honestly, I don't even know if this dude did it. I don't even care. I think he's just coming out of the woodwork. Like, yeah. The, the thing is, this I is not, know. it's not a slam dunk. This is going to be 2024's. Amber mm-hmm. Heard versus Johnny Depp must oh, watch God. TV. Everyone's sitting on the bed, though. No, but everyone's going to watch this trial <laughs> when they're calling oh, yeah. like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. 100%. The, the Snoop Dogg sat in the, the courtroom mm-hmm. giving evidence. That is must-watch TV when a cross-examiner oh, yeah. tries to pull Snoop apart and he's like, chill out, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I just, I I don't know. This dude just sounds like an idiot. And and like, again, you guys go out there and go like, watch him, check some interviews and you're going to be like, yeah, okay, well, stupid. Um, He's also gone on the offensive, um, dragging in our old pal P. Diddy, claiming P. Diddy paid him $1 million 
to carry out the hit on Tupac and has mm. also said he can back it up with bank transfer information. Okay, let me see it. Yeah. Show me the account, bruh. That's my thing. Do I believe that more so than I believe that Keefe just like went out? And, no, I think that, okay, honestly, it has to be some, some kind of a setup. Yeah. Like I, I, it has to, because we want to think as, um, you know, P. Diddy, he's already in enough trouble. Yeah. That, that, that motherfucker, like he's already getting into so much trouble. And so on top of that, it'd be easy for him to use someone that was less famous. Well, I say less famous, probably not even, I don't even know who this dude is and be like, dude, a million dollars. If somebody was like, I'll pay you a million bucks, you'd probably be like, all right, like I'll shoot him because they can blame it on gang violence or some bullshit like that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's been widely speculated that it's been P. Diddy. I mean, even to the point that Eminem, in a diss track against Machine Gun Kelly called Kill Shot, he basically said, he he said, I'll admit I'm a worse rapper than you the day that Diddy admits that he got the, he paid for the hit on Tupac. And it's like, oh, shit. I think a lot of people believe it because P. Diddy is a P. Bitch. He is a pee bitch. He is just, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like he raps like, uh, I don't even know. It's so silly. It's not, I don't know. It's, I can't even describe it y'all. Like it's so ridiculous. It's just silly. This next bit is something like, you know, when we talk about cases in the sixties and seventies where police departments don't cooperate and they make life difficult for each other. It is highly unlikely that P Diddy will be arrested. He's um, not going to be arrested for no. this. I mean, highly unlikely because it's 27 year old fucking case. On top of that, you got Keefe coming out of the woodworks but unless they show the transactions. But it, like even, if they can prove it. Even if he shows the transactions, it's highly unlikely he'll be arrested. And the reason mm-hmm. is because for P. Diddy to be arrested, he lives in Los Angeles. LAPD would need to arrest him. For oh, LA, they, they, from what I hear, they ain't running to do nothing for nobody. No. So for LAPD to arrest him, Las Vegas basically need to hand over Keefe D to the LAPD for them to interview Mm. him. Las Vegas Police Department are not giving away the potential killer of Tupac to another law enforcement agency. No, you know, do you know the notoriety and the, oh my God, can you imagine like how much it would boost things there. Yeah, you're right. It's like if you find a gold nugget, you don't give it to this person on the side of the road. Probably not, right? You keep the gold nugget because that's how humans are. So it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, you, no, they're just not going to. I mean, watch this space because uh-huh. there's going to be a lot that's going to happen between now as we come <laughs> to the end of next year when this trial is going to going to most likely take place. There's going to be. A lot of things come out of the woodwork. There's going to be, be so lot. much shit come out that we're going to be like, dude, do we have to do a true crime case on this now? Because it's going to be like, we might have to come back later in the year, next year, and do like a follow up on the Tupac case. You guys yeah. can always send it in or vote for that, possibly, since we don't really pick our cases. Well, we don't pick our cases, no. but like, you know, just saying that's something that could happen because this, it's going to be a lot of shit to cover. Yeah. <laughs> but if I- that happens. Yeah, and I think maybe maybe we will take control if if it gets to a point where there's a conviction. Maybe we'll take control and we'll do a yeah, we'll do a special episode. We'll, or something we'll do on a it. special on it. Um, this leads me beautifully into whether anyone should take the fall because yeah, is Tupac dead? Um, there's a large Bruh. contingent of fans, including myself, 
that believe Tupac faked his own death to get out of the violent cycle of crime and retaliation killings that he was in. Um, quite a few years ago, a man came to light who people got hold of and went, hold on a minute, that looks and sounds remarkably like Tupac Shakur. And uh-huh. this, this is the guy called Akil the MC. Yes, yes. He looks like him. He sounds like him. He, he has does. the same mannerisms. He has like literally everything about him just looks like a 22, 27 year older version of Tupac, even down to the way mm-hmm. he dresses, the way he moves, the language he uses <clears throat> and the way he talks about. He, yeah. he has a philosophy that's not thug life, but it's very similar to thug life. And it's like, ah, oh, do you know, there's something here. Okay. What's so, your like I'm I'm looking at pictures because I had something pulled up on my phone for my notes or my pictures. And for me, the conspiracy theory stuff on this is that yes, there are pl- there are several gentlemen that look a lot like Tupac. They I mean they do, but also this is the thing. Tupac had a very distinct look, especially if you for me, like if you pay attention to his upper his teeth, right? He yeah. had big big old teeth. So my thing is, is um, some of these other fellows, why they do resemble him. Okay, they do. I believe that. That's not him. But there is this story that TMZ put out back in, I think, like 2004. And it's like where they spotted Tupac in Cuba. I swear to you, you guys, that looks like him. He's got the nose piercing. He has the same exact shaped nose, same jawline, same Keepers, other people just look like copycats. And I get that. Some look not like him at all, where I'm like, come on, y'all, that is not him. They look even younger than he would be. This fucking looks like him. And I don't know, but it is stuck in my mind since the first time I ever saw it. And part of me is like, he lives out of the United States because yeah, who's going to find him? TMZ be shit though. See, I'm convinced it's Akil, the MC, if he's alive. And uh-huh. I know a lot of people are going to call bullshit on this. So I've got a clip of him rapping in 2022. So this was okay. last, last year. Okay. I'm, I'm going to play the clip and I just want you to say <laughs> whether you recognize this, okay. this tone of voice. All right. This ignorance claiming that I'm Tupac, stop, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> but I'ma take it like a compliment. But I'm my own man, I got my own accomplishment. Yeah. To live and die for, I'm really from LA. South Central, Florence and Normandy. Uh, ask around, I ain't hard to be found. My history is not a mystery. I get around, I've been putting it down. 82 with the sound. Making those records going round and round. Uh, 79, I've been on the ground playing pop. Are we are we listening to the guy in the forefront or the one in the background? The one in the forefront. Mm-mm. That's not too no. You're not convinced? No. Okay. I'm well. not convinced. I'm not convinced on that because um, I have a very good, I say like I have a very good photographic memory, but I also am really good. Like, okay. Like if I meet you in person, I like will never forget your face. Will yeah. I remember your name? Probably not but I will literally be able to scan your face in my sleep. Like I'm that good at remembering faces and voices too. That's the thing. It's the weirdest thing. Like I can hear a voice and be like, I know that voice. I know it. That's not Tupac's voice. That sounds like 
Um, have you, <laughs> that almost sounds like off the guy off of Friday. What is his, uh, like Cat Williams? He's yeah. like, hey, money Mike, like that. <laughs> like, it just sounds like someone trying to be funny. I got to, oh, Tupac had a very baritone, very deep, oh, you know, like strong voice. Even when he rapped, I mean, his voice is so distinct of that. I'm sorry. I just can. That part is hard for me to believe. Now, the pictures of him, that's fucking. I'm. Yeah. I'm like, that's him. (laughs) Call in. Leave us a voicemail DM or send Mm -hmm. us an email. Let us know what you think about Akil the MC. Is Akil the MC Tupac or did Tupac not not make it to 2023? Um, Tupac was a bad dude. I've said it from the beginning that this episode, this episode, <laughs> I will convince you that he was a gangster, a bona fide well, yeah. killer and a gangster. Um, there's no denying his musical ability and his kind nature 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. But there is a 1% of the time where he was a bad man. Um, yeah, no, for sure. In 1993, he spent 10, 10 days in a Michigan prison for beating another rapper almost to death with a baseball bat. I mean, strike three and you're out. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 19, again, in 1993, in October, after uh-huh. he, he came out for his first crime, um, he stopped a motor. So basically there was a, there was a black guy who was being harassed by a policeman mm-hmm. and Tupac pulled over and basically went, look, mm-hmm. the guy's done nothing wrong. Leave him alone. Yeah. Uh, a fight broke out. Tupac shot one of the policemen in the leg and the other one in the ass. You would he, think he would go to like jail jail for that. I call he, it jail jail because like he the case was dropped because when they done their investigation, mm-hmm. both of the racist white cops who were definitely picking on the, the black male in the yeah. car were both intoxicated and had spent their lunchtime in a local bar. Damn. I mean, you know, everybody's like the police will help you. Mm-hmm. How many times does someone get away with shooting two cops and walking out of the courtroom? Yeah, exactly. Smile? Like, it, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't happen. And obviously, I'm being a super sarcastic asshole because we all know, like, there is that shit still going on these nowadays. Yeah. Police brutality using their fucking authority to hurt people that are not bothering any goddamn body the the thing is whenever i see a policeman who gets like when you see the clips of a policeman who goes too far all that goes in my head is eric cartman do not disrespect my father (laughs) i mean like the thing is it's like what is wrong with you not you sky we're not a a lot if we're talking about me it's a lot (laughs) we're talking about that but like what is wrong with these police officers that are abusing their authority and it's like, if you'll watch the video, you can clearly see that the person of interest, that's what I'm going to say, is not doing anything. Yeah, I'd say nine and a half more than that of times. It's like, what do you expect? How do you expect someone to act? Let me tell you something. If you try to slam me down and put your knee in my back, I'm going to act ratchet as fuck. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, what do you expect? Like, I understand being scared and then submitting to the police officer, but like, also don't abuse your authority. People actually rely on you to help them. And this is why we don't trust. This is why people don't trust them, especially people of color. That's why. Yeah. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all need to, that, 
what is it, that yardstick thing? Not a yardstick, with a nightstick, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a police officer. Stick it up your own ass. Leave people alone. I do like the idea of policemen with yardsticks, though. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I don't know that they would hurt. Have you ever been hit by one? I think they're pretty flimsy. Yeah, they are. It, like, like the, whack. Like the spanking Breaking police. Out. <laughs> no, bitch, don't hit me. Um, so after Tupac was cleared of shooting two drunk police officers, uh, in November he was back in court. Uh, this time uh-huh. he was arrested on mm. sexual abuse and sodomy and weapons charges. I don't like that. I don't want to hear that. I, it's just, I knew that was coming up, but I'm like... Yeah, and... He was so he was convicted of he was convicted of sexual abuse, but the weapons and sodomy Mm. charges were dropped. Um, He was sentenced to one and a half years in prison, of which he served nine months. Yeah, Um, he he was out the following year, and in November nineteen ninety four, he was meant to star in a movie called Menace to Society. Have you seen Mm -hmm. this? I have seen that movie. Great, a hundred years ago. It's a good. Yeah. It's very sad, but yes, I've seen Boys in the Hood. I've seen Minister Society, Juice, Above yeah. the Rim. I've seen all of them. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. So Tupac was in Minister Society. He was cast. Uh-huh. He was gonna. I can't remember who he was gonna play, but he was playing mm-hmm. one of the main characters. I recall this. Um, he spent fifteen days in prison and was replaced by another actor, Lorenz after- State. It was after he knocked <laughs> 10 shades of shit out of the director because he didn't like the way he was portraying the black community in that area. Yeah. I mean, the guy that they replaced him with, the Lorenz Tate, he's a very good looking man. Um, he's very good looking. Uh, he is very soft looking. So like the, the different roles, like what, what movie we could have had, I guess if we, they would have used Tupac would have been a totally more of a hardcore movie. Menace to Society is, don't get me wrong. It's got it, it, all these famous little shots in it that people know from GIFs, GIFs, yeah. whatever they're called. But like, I'm just going to say, I, I prefer Boys in the Hood. I, I know we're not talking about that, but like Boys in the Hood is fucking great. I don't know if yeah. you've seen it, but yes, I, I cry. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, Later that month, so this is the same month, uh, Tupac was ambushed by three men in the lobby of a recording studio. We spoke about this before. Yes, we did. Um, uh-huh. So he, do you remember he was there to pick up $7,000 just for an appearance, uh-huh. wasn't he? For the, um, yep. They robbed him of $35,000 of cash. Who carries $35,000 in cash? That's what I was just fixing to say. I'm like, girl, I only carry like a dollar or $5. Like, I ain't, I ain't got that much cash anyway, but, like, even if I did, that's my thing. Like, even if I have, like, a couple hundred bucks, I'm over here, like, <laughs> get money. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, but I ain't carrying it with me. I'm scared. But what boggles <laughs> my mind is Tupac was going there to get money because he needed some flash cash. He already had nearly 40 35 grand. Gs. Yeah. That is flash. Give me half of that. I'm going to flash it. I'm going to go to the casino with it, actually, so don't <laughs> give me any of that. It's gone. <laughs> um, in April 96, uh, Tupac was sentenced to 130 days in jail for violating yeah. his his parole. Yeah. Um, this is something that was pending. His return to jail was pending when he was shot, mm-hmm. which adds to the conspiracy theory that he faked his own death, because not only was he trying to get out of this cycle of crime, but he was always sort of looking at 130 days behind bars, which is a long time in prison. Yeah, I mean, 
It is, but at uh, the same time, it's not 130 years. So. Well, this is very, very true. Right? So it, it's a lot, but it's not. Um, let's get some facts. We're going to start with the listeners, and some of these are going to make us just have conversations because they're they're facts and some theories. So you've got Bearded Amoeba. Uh, if Suge Knight okay. didn't have him killed, then a certain other rap mogul of the age did. That is definitely aiming at P. Diddy. So yeah, because if, if P. Diddy didn't initially write up the contract to have him killed, so to speak, he had his old P. Diddy fingers in something. Yeah, like he yeah. had to have. He looked <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs. Get out of here, <laughs> uh, Eric. Eighty two. <laughs> Will uh-huh. Smith. Will Smith deserved better. He really did. Get out of here. Have you seen them? There is a, a reel that I saw where it had. It was a, a from the movie Friday. Have you ever seen the movie Friday? Yeah, fabulous. Okay, of, of course, of course you have. And well, they they put Jada Pinkett Smith's face on Debo and like Smokey, and it's when he's when they're rolling up on the bicycle and like that's my bike pump. That it. I'm like, y'all need to leave Jada Pinkett alone at this point. She's crazy as fuck. Y'all leave her alone. She she is crazy. But Will Smith yes. def, definitely did deserve better and still deserves yeah. better. But anyone, yeah. I, I, even Amber Heard, I think, is possibly a step up from Jada Pinkett Smith. She's slightly less crazy. I mean, she just doo-dooed in the bed and then tried to blame the dog. But, like, I've seen a dog turd and I know human turds. Like, there is a difference, sir. <laughs> Y'all doo-doo this big and a little dog's doo-doo that big. Uh, from, some, from some Jada Pinkett hate <laughs> to some Jada Pinkett love. Uh, California Love, the video, was the idea. It was the pure idea of Jada Pinkett Smith. It was her. Okay idea to do that Who, who's saying this mad max that's cal daily who's that from instagram they're, they're from instagram yeah i don't know them but, i, um, I um, fact checked this as well and this is no cute. i believe it i yeah. just am like okay and sorry don't come at me cal <laughs> whatever i'm sorry i just was saying uh, like whatever cal still had loads more facts um jay uh, jim carrey wrote to tupac every single day that he was in jail so oh. they met at a uh, one of these like gala dinners, and they hit it okay. off, and they become really, really good friends. Tupac very Shakur's, strange. Very strange. Tupac Shakur's favorite actor is Jim Carrey. And no, Tupac was, that's insane. <laughs> and Tupac was telling Jim Carrey that he's worried that when he goes to prison, he's going to like he'll be demoralized, and he's going to feel really bad. Yeah. And Jim Carrey went, "Hey man, it's all right. I got you. I'll write you letters." But yeah, every single day he was inside, he received a letter from. Jim How Carrey. do you- how do you fact-check that, Scott? I, I fact-check that with a bit of Google, and there's a couple of interviews where Jim Carrey talks about it. It's beautiful. I, I'm like, you have to send that. I've got to see that. I guess I just didn't think to check on some of this stuff, and as a bad co-host, that's what I do sometimes. But that is the, that is the weirdest fun fact or whatever I've ever heard on our show. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the the meeting of the minds between Jim Carrey and Tupac that at this meet this gala dinner somewhere having a couple of drinks that must have been if you're sat at that table that is the mm. most bizarre conversation you'll ever be privy to ever yeah it's just strange because like Jim Carrey for me like he's all right like I like him in some movies but he seems to be a lot but this was mid nineties Jim Carrey as well so oh, Tupac's God, gonna man. say something and Jim Carrey's gonna reply with alrighty then. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying, or he's going to talk with his butt cheeks. Like, 
<laughs> Ace Ventura. Thug <laughs> life. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm um, just uh, Wolf, Wolf Dad come up with a theory that I- I've spoken to Wolf Dad about this as well. So he, he hit okay. me with uh, Puff planned it all and then he took the hit out on Biggie. And I questioned why would he take the hit out on Biggie? To which Wolf Dad instead well, of Tupac, he went, necessarily. Well, so no, he took the hit out on Tupac, okay, had Tupac yes. killed. He then took yeah. the hit out on Biggie because who uh-huh. became the biggest. East Coast rapper after Biggie died. Who became yeah. the biggest star? P, P, it was Diddy P, became, P. Diddy. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I knew he became super famous, but again, even though being a babe of the 90s or as a teenager, basically, I still didn't really listen to him. It was like one of those things that where you couldn't avoid it, though, because he was on every fucking thing ever. But that makes yeah. sense. But also, I kind of, I don't know why he would have killed Biggie. It makes sense with the Tupac. But Biggie and him were supposed to be like thickest thieves, right? They're supposed to be really close. Um, and he Jelly. even did the dedication song to Biggie. Which, but not, which was the not song that made him, yeah, but that was the song that made him massive. So, well, was that's it true. So maybe he did. Bit of jealousy. Like, yeah. Bit of I jealousy. Mean, I've, I've done this. I've done this last year. I killed, I killed Tupac and that propelled Biggie to stardom. Maybe if I kill Biggie, yeah. it would propel me to stardom. Maybe, but. Mo money, mo problems, and I don't like him anyway. You know what I mean? Regardless of him killing or being suspected or anything, he just seems like he's like that's what he looks like. Y'all, y'all literally just look like him. So y'all can go ahead and that's I'm P Diddy. Um, do you want to go with your facts next, or do you want me to dive into mine? You go ahead with yours because I need to look through my they're my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> um, Tupac sold 75 million records worldwide. Uh, the bulk yes. of these, over 70% of his record sales, took place after his death, which blew my mind. Well, I mean, absolutely blew my mind. And what does that tell you? Sometimes I've heard that you're more famous when you're dead than when you're alive. And that's yep. like a saying, like legit. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. In 2012, Tupac would make musical history again as he would mm-hmm. perform live at Coachella as a ver- the first ever fully virtual hologram allied- alongside Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Have you seen the yes. video of this? I don't think I have. I, may- I mean, I may have, but like, it's one of those things where I'm like, have I? Maybe. Uh, honestly, it's it gives you goosebumps. So you've got Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre rapping, <laughs> and then they introduce yeah. Tupac, and this 3D hologram appears in between them, and he moves up and down the stage, and he high fives Snoop, and it's just mm-hmm. incredible to watch. I have to lo- check it out. I don't, I don't know. Uh, if anyone's not seen it, go to Google and just type in Tupac Coachella, and it is something to behold. I've never seen anything like it. It's really, really cool. Yeah, um, we all know Tupac had issues with the law, um, and issues with kind of the way that white police behaved and were forceful with yeah with criminals um tupac was defiant to the very very end so when the car was pulled over the one he was shot in um and the police Mm -hmm. were there the officer on the scene tried getting information out of tupac yeah um, why he's dying um and as just before tupac passed out he had two final words for the policeman fuck you yeah, I mean, that's, like, legit. That's, like, my spirit animal in the way that I am. <laughs> like, that's me. I say that to my family members. 
Scott. It's a term of endearment, is it not? I use it all the time. This is my thing. People think that just because they yell family, that they ain't toxic. But guess what? The most toxic people in your life sometimes are the people closest to you, even blood related. And you know what I say? If you, if you, I don't care if you're my mama, I'll tell you, shut the fuck up. If you're going to treat me bad and be toxic, get out of my life. Yeah. Just saying. Um, you want to come on me and give me some, like some of the fun facts that I don't have as many as you. And some of the things you went over, of course, me and Scott kind of have the same brain from the United States to UK. Um, and we tend to overlap on a lot of our stuff. So I have to kind of just climb on his back like a spider monkey, like Edward Twilight Bella, you know? <laughs> and so I have a few, <laughs> I have a few things that I wrote down. I don't remember if I brought up that the night. Uh, well, I was think it was like the night before he was actually shot that he was writing a song, a theme song, kind of a fight song for Mike Tyson. So remember, like he was going to the fight when well, yeah. he was actually like Mike Tyson was actually going to pay him to write a theme song for him, oh, like that's kind cool. of a fight song. So like when he would come out and present like, you know, it's really cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know why I just said that. But anyways, <laughs> so, with I'm so I'm so lame. Anyways, um, and I don't think that we talked about Tupac's dating life very much. He was rumored to have dated, you know, the Jada Pinkett Smith thing. We're not going to go into because I think that she's just, I don't know. But he did date Madonna. Did he really? Yes, they're act like. 150% like you can go online google it there's pictures of them where she's at some event with him and this is 90s Madonna okay Uh, so hot take gorgeous hot take Madonna is still gorgeous right now she is but like she has a lot of work done Scott and um it did yeah I'm not saying she's not but like 90s Madonna was where it's at yeah I mean I get it I like a new house but I also like an old house that's had lots of work done to it as well (laughs) As long as those thighs are thighing, we exactly. know they're yeah. fine. And then, okay, so before his passing, he was married to Keisha Morris, which I don't think a lot of people really knew that he was married, but he was. Um, and then Whitney Houston was another one that was rumored that apparently she had, like, I want to say, like, an affair and, like, was messing with Tupac. But then... You'll read comments about how it was like, oh, her editor or whoever was like, oh, that's not true. But like a lot of people are like, no, Whitney Houston was banging Tupac. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have any more fun facts, you guys. I'm sorry. We went over so much stuff. That's the thing. Some of my facts or I say fun facts. The Madonna thing is 100% true. Like you like they didn't date very long, but they did date. And, and it was like, I think she said it was like a weird time in her life. And I'm like. Every part of your life is a weird time, girl. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, I love some late 80s, 90s Madonna. But when she tried to do that, uh, I don't remember that electronic song she did. Yeah, see, I, I, I quite I don't like, like it. I quite like Madonna where she is now. She's she's yeah. sli- she's slightly mm-hmm. unhinged now. Oh, she, it, 100% she is. And, yes. and every now and then she'll do something <clears throat> and the world will lose their shit. And I kind of like, and I think there's a big part of her that does that mm-hmm. because she knows that yeah. a, about six months ago, she, um, she posted some photos on Instagram of her absolutely stark naked apart from yeah, I like, remember. a couple of tassels. 
And the mm-hmm. world went insane. And she just kind of, like, when she was interviewed about it, she's like, I mean, I've got a body. It was naked. I didn't break the guidelines. What's the problem? Well, that, wow. that's, that's my thing, too, is that people are like, dude, she's just a person. Like, I guess she's a celebrity. I get that. Okay. But, like, at the end of the day, these people that worship celebrities, I understand liking a celebrity, but then I think that you go into a whole nother spectrum of, idolizing someone that's not it's in an unhealthy way and it's like yeah madonna showed her her cooch cooch or whatever okay yeah who oh, okay well and guess what i ain't gonna say no names but let me tell y'all something you see me blinking like this there's plenty of people that are not famous on the instagrams that show their pooters and their nip nips and their booties y'all know who y'all are and look it's like, who cares if Madonna does it? Like, so what? Because she's a celebrity, it gets like antagonized, but everybody else can show their own booty cheeks and it's fine. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, who cares? Yeah. Leave Madonna alone. Leave Britney alone and Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> you, you say that I'm still not convinced we should have freed Britney. She scares me now. Um, You know that, well, hey, her and Madonna had that infamous kiss. Do you remember yeah. that being on the VMAs? Yeah. So it's like, did maybe Madonna? put something inside of her like <laughs> like she did it that's what she did she made her crazier scott it's, it's possible um i don't know but anyways you know that is what it is since extended cut began heather has brought us a song every single episode <laughs> themed around the case we've been covering and yeah, i still try quite sure how it happened but this time i agreed to rap um oh, i'm going to apologize to Everyone and anyone with any <laughs> vague element of talent for what you are about to hear. Um, okay. Initially, I tried to find like a famous rap song that I could. Yeah, like write. a tune, a melody to yeah. kind of go with the flow. Uh, I get you. I get you. It's hard work. I, I couldn't do that because I'm not that musically gifted. So instead, I wrote a completely unique rap <laughs> um, and then went and got some completely unique music to go with. Okay. Okay. Dead rap. But see, um, then you're trying to you're trying to outshine me. So I see what it is now. I, I see <laughs> what the actual thing is, you guys. He's like Heather's always copying. It's because I don't. I'm not that talented. I just make shit up, and like if it is what it is, it's funny. But like Scott, don't went tit. You're like the P Diddy to my to my Tupac. <laughs> so How dare you? <laughs> in, in the words of Eight Mile, DJ, spin that shit. Ayo, ayo. (laughs) I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Here we go. (laughs) From East Harlem to death row, he left his mark. His raps were real, his flow was sharp. He painted a picture of the pain and the strife, but he also gave us hope and he showed us the light. His words were like fire, his music aflame. He spoke to truth and power, he inspired the game. He was more than just a rapper, he's a revolutionary. He fought for justice, equality and unity. Tupac Shakur, the legend lives on. His music speaks to us, even though he's gone. His voice of the voiceless, the champion of the oppressed. Tupac Shakur, he's the motherfucking best. And that's all you get of that. Boy, like, <laughs> I ain't singing no more on the episodes. Guess who just found the new songbird, lovers? 
<laughs> nice. That was really good, Scott. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I am so, I'm so glad you don't live that close to me so I don't have to come in and burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, that was really good. Seriously, not even joking. Like, that was one of the best song representations on the show because I've had a couple of good ones, but like most of the time I just make shit up off the cuff because I'm like, I'm not prepared. You did music and it flowed. <laughs> I I, uh, I I tried. You 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 said did a good job. <laughs> you you laid the task the amount of time that took longer than probably writing all of our episodes this year. Uh, I mean, but that's the thing. Like you, but you took the time because some people like I get it. Like sometimes I wish I would just take the extra time to write it out because it would flow better. But it's just one of those things where I like I don't and. It's the voices in my brain, you guys. And I'll just like come up with something silly. And it works sometimes. Sometimes it does. In some of our episodes, it's like hard because of the seriousness of them. It's so hard to get something funny. But this was perfect. I like that music. At first, I thought it was going to be kind of like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air sounding. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but it was better. In in hindsight, I should have used the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air music. It flowed better because it was like... Everybody was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will not oh, be gosh. doing that again. I am right. Yes, if, anyone's, will. if anyone's no. watching on YouTube, you can see how no. red my face Watch. is now. Whatever. That's the filter. Anyway, y'all listen. Y'all go ahead and um, DM Scott or me. I don't care. But DM Scott and be like, we, in the future, if we get, you know, it'll happen again. It will happen again. Maybe not in this context, but. No, we're fixing it. I don't know. We got to do it. We we got to share the responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think maybe for our last episode of the year, we'll both do a Christmas song together. Yeah, we'll do that. I was thinking of that like way before we record it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll, we'll do that for, yeah, that could be a treat be for fun. everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, unless you've got a song for us. Did you? I did don't. you okay, that's fine. We'll, Bitch, we'll like, sa- I can, like, I can come after that. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for next time. Um, he did he. A huge thank you to everyone who's been involved in this week's episode. The amount of people who reached out to me. Yes. Not necessarily even to be involved in the case, but to talk about Tupac and to share their thoughts and like how Tupac influenced them mm. absolutely blew my yes. mind. There's so many people who messaged. So thank you for everyone who, mm-hmm. who got involved. Thank you guys. Um, don't forget to share the episode around when it comes out on the 20th. Yes. If you're listening to it now, g- give it a share. Um, Please. Review, review us, leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. That really, really helps the show. Mm-hmm. Um, next time we're back it is December and we are looking at the Yay. Christmas killers. Um, which is not as festive as it sounds, and it is the case that nearly broke me. Uh, well, it's, uh, yes, but it's also not a very famous case. Unless you're no. a true crime nerd, you're not, you're going to be like, what? Because even, even I had to ask Scott, I had to be like, you know, what? Who, who the fuck, what? Who yeah. are, like, what am I looking up to do my research? And I'm a true crime aficionado aficionado that's not right anyways that sounded really stupid but anyways um i love true crime but i had never heard of this case so i'm excited for us to get into it and uh tis the season (laughs) yeah so so we've got that and then yeah we'll have another episode the end of the year and then that's that's Uh a wrap for for 2023 Um, it'll be a wrap (laughs) no until then heather (laughs) take take us away 
Okay, guys, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And I especially hope, look, I'm getting really close to the camera and I'm looking at myself because that's how much I, I'm very vain. Anyways, and also I got a haircut. That doesn't really matter, but I did get some of my haircut off. Anyways, you guys, Looks I good. need you. Thank you, Scott P. Diddy. I think huh. that you guys need to vote. You need to vote. We need to have a poll out and we need Scott to come back with a Christmas wrap. I know he's going to kill me, oh. but like, no, shh. Silent night. We're going to get it. Okay. But seriously, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Sorry if you watch this YouTube episode and you're like, why is Heather constantly looking at herself? Bitch, because I am. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I don't know whether to stare at Scott or myself. And it's really confusing when you Zoom record. Okay. Anyways, you guys take care, stay spooky, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you later, guys. True crime. True crime. True crime. True crime. Your true crime. You want the boring stuff? Shit. You in the wrong place. My hair shot. Okay, ma'am, calm down. What kind of shot? I was uh, branching out. That's when the cannibalism started. Eating of the heart and uh, the arm muscle. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. What people said? See, you really can't get violent and angry. As long as I can reach in your mind and control your fear because you're a coward, I'm going to play any game and I can play on you all the way to the White House. The cops knew who I was and let me become a serial killer. Uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. Give me the fire department or the police or the paramedics. Somebody. I don't care. You decide. Well, we ain't like everybody else.